into Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. Hello people and welcome to Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. And yes, I am back for another edition of the show for another week. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, welcome to the show. I'm back again from another hard week of uh, pain and suffering uh, mainly the pain and suffering that was mainly coming from my mouth um, I've not been 100% uh, in fact I've been less than 100% this week uh, being that um, let's just say that my mouth just doesn't want to you know be 100% uh, apparently I have not one not two, 
but four ulcers in my mouth. Ow. And um, they're not that bad now, but uh, when I first found out, they were fucking annoying. And by God, were they sore as hell. So, yeah. Um, I'd be dealing that for this past week. So, I was actually concerned if I was, you know, not uh, not going to be 100% for my show. But apparently, the pain's not that bad. So, well, the pain's not bad at all just now. It's a little minor inconvenience just now. Maybe a little. But, uh, but no. Uh, I have been trying to treat it with all sorts of remedies and medicines and blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah, so I'm just waiting waiting through it and of course it all has to happen on apparently right before SOS and uh, it's ironic that uh, the bad juju is coming around uh, right before the biggest event of this Sonic community calendar as such and um, well you know I'm finally uh, but that's fine. I mean, I've had problems with my jaw as well. Apparently, I've been getting a sore jaw as well. But no, I've taken painkillers for that, so I'm cool for that. It's all hunky-dory. So, yeah. Um, let's just hope that the ulcers heal up so people don't have to see my big, cheesy ulcers. But uh, uh, but no, it, wouldn't, it, it won't gross people out. It's not, it's not, it's nothing gross or anything. It's just... You know, it's just a minor inconvenience. Uh, basically, I must have burnt burnt my mouth at one time last week. I must have because you know, that's only one way you can get it. That's the only way I've been able to get ulcers. It's uh, burning my mouth very badly, and I've done it in the past and it's shown up. So, but they heal up in the next in a week or so. So hopefully they'll heal up. Fingers crossed. Anyway. So, yeah, that's been my kind of, like, bad juju um, for for that past week. But let's not look into the past and let's look into the future or present, whichever you want to prefer. Um, with uh, today's uh, tonight's lineup, uh, we've got uh, Sonic News Rewind coming up very shortly. Uh, good chunk of news uh, available. Uh, then uh, we've got Turbo Search Impressions on uh, a game. And also straight after Turbo Search Impressions, I'm going to have my views on the, a certain, you know, video game, uh, you know, related story that is just boomed into uh, realization as such. It was a rumor time and time again for months on end, and now it's officially official. Uh, and I'm going to have my say about it, you know, and say what I want to talk about it. Um, and of course, we got your requests, so do send them in. Um, it's like one request per listener. And also, if you are requesting, this is obviously the show before SOS, because next week there will be no Turbo, uh, Turbo Drive Live next week seeing that I will be down in London uh, on the eve of SOS. so And I won't have any internet access down there. I won't have any 
I won't have my computer, I won't have anything down there except my camcorder and, uh, you know, probably a bottle of Pepsi Max if I'm lucky and a room to sleep in. And um, so, yeah, so there will be no Turbo Drive live next week, but I want to f- hear from you guys your SOS plans. Are you coming to SOS? If so, when are you come? Uh, what are you gonna be doing doing for SOS? Are you gonna be coming in? You know, uh, uh, you know. Are you the only person to you know come in to SOS? Well, are you gonna be coming down to SOS? Are you gonna be coming with a friend? Are you coming alone? Are you coming with your parents? Uh, what's your travel plans? Are you gonna be coming in for the weekend, uh, like the whole weekend, or are you just coming for the day, or are you just coming uh, for a few hours and then leaving halfway through? What's your plans? Send them to me. You know, send 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 me your thoughts either to my email address, which is turbo at tfmx.co.uk, or you can send them uh, send a private message to me through my. Uh, uh, through the Sonic Stadium IRC, uh, the IRC chat room that's available just now, and uh, yeah, uh, so far a lot of people are there just now, including uh, Birdie, MK, Rolkin, Rolkinoid, obviously a clone, uh, Spondy, uh, Concordy, or Concorde, I think it is. Uh, D'Artagnan, Fly, Fly Fox, who's away just now, uh, Gooey, yeah, yeah, Gooey, yeah, uh, Kitsune, Mars Power, uh, Ringtailed Fox, Sh- Shades, SMX, apparently returns, uh, I've been wondering where SMX went all this time, um, Sonic, Sonic AD, uh, uh, Tiki, ugh, another gross name, uh, Trigon, <laughs> Trigon! The Lord and Evil Master of all that is bad in the Teen Titan universe, uh, and myself, yes, Turbo, that handsome devil. No, actually, he's an ugly bastard. Don't go. Don't look at him. He's ugly. Um, oh yeah, and Trigon. If you're listening to this, yes, I do know of him. And if you were listening to last week's. Uh, show you would probably know the few the very abrupt you know response to his to his actions and what he has done so that's all i'm saying about that i don't want to go into another rant about that guy that thing that we were talking about last week if many people people were listening last week that thing is never going to be mentioned on this show ever again ever um so yeah. Um, so anyway, enough about that. Let's carry on uh, with uh, Sonic News Rewind coming up very shortly, and of course we got some music to play us out. And I'm a fan of uh, the PBC Productions, uh, ser- uh, you know, uh, internet series. Uh, the New Adventures of Captain S, which sadly isn't getting a second season and is, has now died, uh, died out of existence. It's not happening anymore. Um, Captain S's history, which is it, it's a crushing blow because 
I I was supporting their you know I was supporting the cause I was supporting I was buying their merchandise you know I bought the soundtrack I bought the DVD set I bought one of their t-shirts and there's no second season and it's it, it sucks that uh, you know um, it's not happening um, I, I mean I was actually I actually thought it was a joke at first but then when there was more video saying that it was a serious thing and it wasn't happening and it's like and this here's a question it was in pre-production as well so you know what what happened during pre-production uh, or post-production even um i i would like to know what happened it's like because they only gave a vague you know uh you know uh you know a vague description of what's hap- uh, of what was happening i know there was a lot of things going on with some i know one of the characters from Captain S was ver- terminally ill, um, and then, of course, he got better eventually, but uh, it cost a lot and anything. But as long as they're still doing stuff with, like, of course, Little Miss Gamer, which I like, I like that series, I like that uh, review show uh, that they do with Z. Um, they do a good job of that. Um, that's fine, but really, personally, from from my personal perspective, I always remember P, uh, PBC Productions as the guys who did uh, Captain S. I always will, I always remember them for that because they did a fantastic job of that series, and they did a fantastic job at you know, uh, you know, doing something like that. They did it very well. They did it very very well. Um, but uh, yeah, but anyway, here's a song from the official soundtrack for the show, uh, the New Adventures of Captain S, uh, being that of All Fair in Love and Sega. And I actually personally like this one. This was the ending to, um, I think it was like episode three or four. I can't, I can't remember. But uh, it was, it was an ending theme for one of the episodes. And uh, uh, this is one of my personal favorites. So. Besides that of the opening, uh, the extended opening intro, and uh, no, this is uh, all fairs, uh, all's fair in love and Sega. So this will take us into Sonic News Rewind coming up next on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio.
Rewind. And welcome back. It's time for Sonic News Rewind on Turbo Drive Live. And, of course, you know, a lot of people in the, uh, you know, a lot of people in this, uh, what was it? Uh, what was it? <laughs> um, lost it. Uh, so, uh, on the Sonic Stadium. Yeah, on on so, so yeah on the Sonic Stadium IOC chat room. Uh, they were saying, obviously they they they're crying that there's no season two of uh, Captain S. Uh, and uh, you know I I was sad as well. You know it's like uh, I actually personally thought that they would actually get around to it. I would wait for and any. You know, I would wait for years on end for season two, um, and it's like I would have waited as long as they wanted to. It's like as long as they, you know, as long as they were going to make it, they can take as much time as they liked. But apparently, they just didn't have, you know, they just didn't have uh, any, you know, they didn't have any choice to actually continue doing that. So, which kind of sucks. So. Anyway, uh, let's get on to Sonic News. You know, Sonic News Rewind. And, uh, yeah, we've got to open up a new window or tab. Uh, there we go. Be there. And I don't know if you can hear that because that's my... Uh, obviously, kids back again, of course. And uh, my dad's trying to entertain them badly at that. And uh, <coughs> I don't know if you can hear that, but, yeah, it sucks. Yep, definitely sucks. Uh, anyway, uh, a lot of new stuff has been coming up onto um, the Sonic Stadium and also YouTube and whatnot. Uh, being that of new footage, new trailers, and new screenshots of the two new Sonic games that are going to be coming out this year and next year. This year, obviously, is Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympic Games. And... Uh, Next year, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. Uh, uh, personally, I again, from a personal perspective, I think it should have still should have been called Sega, Stu Sega Superstars Racing, but, of course, they're going to keep it with the Sonic name in there. Um, but anyway, uh, with uh, Mario and Sonic at the... Winter Olympic Games. It had a new CG trailer uh, which showed off uh, Shadow, uh, not Shadow, uh, Silver being playable in the game, uh, doing some curling. Lovely. Um, <laughs> totally his sport. And uh, also, uh, figure skating as well is going to be an event as well with uh, Amy and Peach doing their fi figure skating and whatnot. But yeah, um, it, it is. Obviously, it again. It's only CG. It's only the CG opening sequence at the beginning of the game. It's no. There's still no gameplay to be shown. So we've yet to see any game, actual gameplay footage uh, of the game. We've seen screenshots, but we haven't been able to see the game in action. And you people will be able to see it in action at SOS with your own two eyes. You know, it's gonna be fantastic that. You'll be able to get a chance to playtest Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympic Games before its release on October 13th, right here in the UK. And um, it's it's 
you know, personally myself, I did like the Olympic Games. Um, you know, it was it was actually a good good game. There, it did have its flaws. I mean, obviously, um, it didn't have uh, obviously using the same action most most in most of the events was kind of ridiculous. Uh, but the challenges were actually okay. I mean, they're fantastic. Um, they weren't fantastic, but they were okay. They were ch they were challenging enough. They they weren't too challenging. They weren't too daunting, uh, but they were still good enough. Um, but uh, I don't. I'm kind of. I'm not in high anticipation for the Winter Olympic Games, but um, you know, I've got. Um, you know, I'm. I've got. Uh, I've got a feeling that it, it's gonna be all right. I think it's gonna be a good game, and. Um, the only problem is is that they didn't announce that they would be using the Wii Motion Plus peripheral, which kind of sucks because uh, I would have thought they would have had the chance to utilize the technology for this new game. But uh, apparently, like with uh, all the other ones, they haven't done it. Although, uh, Nintendo was able to give EA the technology and they implemented it right into, you know... Tiger Woods and Grand Slam Tennis and again Sega actually did get to use the technology in virtual tennis so why aren't they using it in Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympic Games hmm? no one's told us if it does use the Wii Motion Plus peripheral but so far it's a no it's only the balance board that has been announced for it which is fair enough it's good enough for me because I still got my balance board don't know why I still have it. It's just, you know, just like, eh, you know. Um, but anyway. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yes. And, of course, the other game that's on uh, TSS just now is uh, Sonic, and the S Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. Uh, with uh, showing off new characters, new screens, and uh, and a new trailer. Um, personally, uh, personally myself, you know, it's it's okay. I mean, it's not fantastic, but you know, it's all right. I mean, it's, eh. <laughs> but um, only time will tell on when. You know what 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 the whole thing is gonna be like. Um, I'm not anticipating anything big at any point. It's just it's gonna be okay, you know. Um, of course the new new characters that have been uh, uh, just been announced for the game, being that of uh, Beat from Jet Set Radio, Billy Hatcher, and also uh, Alex Kidd. Now, Al uh, now of course. Alex Kidd, pff, you know, we all remember him back in Sega, uh, Sega Superstars Tennis, and we all know how much of a bitch he was. So if we have to unlock him, he's got to be a bitch on the track, I guess. So uh, we better keep our, you know, keep our eyes glued, you know, uh, on the game, you know, to see if it's, you know, having to unlock all the characters, blah, blah, blah. But anyway... Now, that all all that information is on t uh, TSS, and it all came from Gamescom, which is uh, the the kind of like replacement for Leipzig. 
uh, in Germany. And uh, what it's what it's basically forming out that those those were the game two Sonic games that obviously was being focused. There was other Sega games being announced. There was gonna be uh, there was there's a new Total War game available at, well or in the making right now. So uh, and that was the big announcement for Sega, obviously with uh, their new RTS uh, game of the Total War series. So anyway. But anyway, that's Sonic News Rewind over and done with. Um, uh, now, I'm actually going to take that the, the thing that I was going to talk about after TFI forward a bit and talk about it before TFI. Because it's, it's relating to where all this information for the Sonic games is coming from. Gamescom. And at Gamescom, they had, well, they had some information... About a certain product from Sony that was rumored for months on end, and really, you know, you know, it's like, eh, and it's like now you tell us, you know, um, where you could have just told us on in E3, really, because this is what happened. This is what happens. Um, this is what happened at Gamescom earlier this week. Basically, Sony announced the sli- the new slim design for the PS3. Not many people were surprised. And what they also announced at Gamescom is a price cut here in the UK. And also in the States. And in the UK, they cut it down from £50. Yeah. Uh... So it's now 250 for a console, for a PS3 console. Um, now they priced that, they did that price for the 80 gigs, but it's also going to be the same gig, uh, price for an, uh, for the new Slims. And for me, what what's my reaction to this? Well, what's the point of you know, having the 80 gigs at the same price as your new Slim and Lights or, or Slim PS3s, and you know, and you're only gonna be releasing it in oh I don't know two weeks. I mean, I'm sorry, but what's the point of making a price cut on an 80 gig to the same price as your new design, and the new design is gonna be coming out in two weeks. What's the point? That that is a bad plan because you know those eight gigs. From my personal perspective, people are just gonna wait until the the slims come out. You know they're not gonna touch the eight gig. They might. In initially, people will go, ooh, an 80 gig PS3 for only 250 quid, bargain. No, more people will actually say, well, why is it that price? And people will go, oh, it's because the new Slim will be coming out at the same price, but it has a bigger hard drive. And it's like, and it's slimmer. It's like, oh, oh, I'll just wait for that then. That's a bad plan from Sony, personally. Um, if they want to get rid of their old stock, they would make it cheaper. And then keep the slim at 
300 pounds because that would be a better that would be possibly a better idea you know but no this is that's what their battle plan is to have it at a set price of 250 quid for the 80 gig original model and the slim the new slim model I just don't know what Sony's battle plan is, but personally, that is just the poorest battle plan ever. Because in two weeks, you know, two weeks' time, it's like, why? You know? It doesn't make it. Personally, myself, I don't understand what Sony's battle plan is, but that, I've got to say, is got to be the worst battle plan ever in. Sony's history because it's just as bad it's just as bad as Sega's plan with the Saturn where you know the Saturn was coming out was coming out and then they suddenly they'd say bam there it is it's out already out you can get one right now so they kind of like jumped the gun um with with um Sony this time around you know they say okay we're going. We're doing a price cut, people. But guess what? We've got a new model that is going to have a larger hard drive and it's going to be smaller, sleeker, and much more power cons- uh, power consuming, uh, or uh, much less power consuming. And it's going to be exactly the same price as what the price cut is. So what's the point of getting rid, of, trying to get rid of all their older consoles at the same price of the newer model? I'm I'm sorry. It just doesn't make any sense to me from a marketing if anyone's a marketer or anything or has experiences in marketing then go go right ahead send me an email and just tell me what the hell Sony's marketing plan is because that is a terrible plan to try and get rid of all of their old stock and replacing it with all the new stock we know, we know that the the older models will be discontinued indefinitely um from what I can, from what I can uh, concur, uh, but uh, you know, personally, I just don't see the logical battle plan that Sony is trying to design here, uh, with uh, trying to get rid of all of their old stock at a cheaper price, but it's exactly the same price as the newer stock that's got to be coming out in two weeks. It doesn't make any sense. Personally, for me, it just does not make any bloody sense. And really, you know, I just need someone to just just say, look, it is actually very simple. All you have to do is just take the map applications of this here and come into here and then add the two together and voila, you have profit. Profit, marginous profit. I'm actually, I don't know if Sony are actually making any profit now with this price cut and with this newer newer model. I mean, is this newer model actually cheaper than what the previous models were? Um, are they actually going to make a profit with these newer, newer slim consoles? Are they going to make a profit indefinitely? I don't know. I haven't a clue. From what I've heard, there's nothing profitable so far. Unless Sony will just... C- unless Sony or any other analyst that has been surveying this... Um, will just come up and say, you know what, it, it, they are actually making the consoles much cheaper now, and they are trying to make a profit now, so go ahead and buy it.
But um, me personally, 250 quid, still a quite a lot of money in my eye, in my eyes anyway. But still, it doesn't. It you know, it's a good price. It's a good basic price, 250. Um, much better than what it was first announced at 400 and 425 fucking pound. But um, after about two years, they've shed the price. Uh, they've shed the price uh, by what was it? A hu- you know, it's like a hundred, a hundred and seventy-five, a hundred and seventy-five pound. Um, which is kudos to them because, of course, they did have to sacrifice a lot of things for that price for those price cuts, including backwards compatibility with PS2 games. Um, also, you know, various other kind of like uh, features on the original model, which uh, like the uh, the uh, the uh, what's it? The universal SD card slots, uh, the four USB uh, uh, slots on the front instead of two now, and it's again, it's only still two USB slots. It's still not, it's not four, um, and with uh, what was it, the new Slim. Actually, I would actually commend their design team with the Slim because it is actually okay. It's not. It's it's it is actually a lot better than what the original model is. I mean, the original model model was just a giant, and frankly, was well and truly not needed in any way. But um, now the slimline, it is actually a much better design, and um, it's like uh, a lot of problems that I had with the older model is the bloody bloody power and eject buttons. I hated those things. I hated those touch-sensitive buttons. I hate touch-sensitive buttons indefinitely. I mean, I have trouble with my touchpad on my bloody PC and or laptop, and you know, I still I still get the grips with it, but it's still it's still something that I do not. It's still like a uh, a piece of technology that I think is just stupid in all of the sense. Um, I mean, I would like to physically touch something. That can actually press in rather than touch. But anyway, um, with uh, with the PS3, am I gonna get one? I don't know. I might get one for Christmas. I don't know. But really, out there, there are no PS3 exclusive games that have gotten my attention. Nothing. Nothing has got my attention in any way, shape, or form. I mean, sure, there's a couple of. Uh, games that are you know multi-format but they have exclusive content on that ps3 version but that's not gonna justify my sense of buying one um it's it's not justifying my sense to buy one right this minute and it's not justifying my uh myself for buying one in you know during during that time it doesn't it just doesn't justify it yet i mean until there's an absolute Unless there is a game on the PS3 that I would kill anyone for to get a PS3 for, then I will get a PS3. But right now, the the library of PS3 exclusives on that format just doesn't cut cut it to me. It just does not 
interest me in any way. Uh, you know, you look at Metal Gear Solid. I never, pl I've watched, I've watched Metal Gear Solid footage. I've tried to play the fucking game. I even tried the demo of the first game, and I tried the demo of the second game, but they, they are games. Those are games that I can never get into, uh, in both story and gameplay. Um, I mean, I found, I like I said before. In past shows, I love the parodies of Metal Gear Solid, but I just don't like the game. It just doesn't, you know, I just don't see um, what's so cool about it, or what's so amazing or epic about it. I just don't see it. I just, uh, I mean, sure enough, the character Snake is a cool, kick-ass character, but the the game, the game itself just doesn't justify it. I just don't see it. I may be blind. Well, technically, I, I I am because I do wear glasses. But uh, it's definitely not something that I would want to get a PS3 for. Metal Gear Solid 4. It's not. Um, other PS3 exclusives like the Mortar Storm series, a racer. I hardly play racers except for Burnout, and I've already got that on the 360. Um, uh, Heavenly Sword. I'm, I've played Devil May Cry 4. It's you know, uh, uh, what other PS3 exclusives? Infamous. Again, again, another game that I don't like because it it reminds me too much of uh, uh, of GTA as such, but just with superpowers. Uh, it's like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what other PS3 exclusives are out there that are interesting or anything. But personally, for myself, there's nothing on the PS3, nothing exclusive on the PS3 that would want me to get get one. Not not at this moment. Not in this moment in time. No. I mean, the only reason I probably get one is because it's still got a Blu-ray player, and that, you know, 250 for a Blu-ray player. Fair enough. Go ahead. Go nuts. But Personally, myself, I don't see myself get uh, myself getting a Blu-ray collection of of like uh, any of the anime that I like to watch. In fact, the Blu-ray collection of anime is minuscule, minuscule right now. So that's why I'm not getting a Blu-ray. Uh, I mean, hell yeah, fair enough. It's got like WrestleMania Blu-ray uh, DVDs, but. It's only of the first two WrestleManias, and frankly, I'm not gonna buy myself a Blu-ray player and those copies of uh, WrestleMania to just watch them in high definition. No way, not a chance. Um, so anyway, uh, so that's my thoughts on the new PS3 Slim and Sony's marketing plan as such. Uh, I think it's just a poor marketing plan. I think it's just absolutely poor uh, in terms of like how they announced the price cut, which was great, but it's got to be the same price cut for this new model that's going to be coming out, and it just makes the, pr it makes the pr price cut redundant as such for the older models. You know, if they, if they made it so that the 80 gigs were 230 or 200 uh, or 200 pounds straight, uh, then it would have been more justifiable if when you know the newer model comes out, that's gotta be at 250. 
but for the 80 gigs to be the same price as the new new models which will be coming out in two weeks pointless absolutely pointless in all of the word so anyway I'm babbling on on and on and on about that too much we are gonna be going into some musical breaks to get us into TFI and a good you know a uh, clue to it is that um, the game, game in question is for the DS and uh, I've been playing it at work and currently in my generic game shop it is only you know it's it's a used product but it's only gonna be but it's only five pounds yeah five pound that's actually a great deal for a game of this caliber and uh, it's a tricky game I've played it and it's very tricky but uh, I'll give you all my f thoughts later on so yeah uh, we're gonna put this into that one yes there we go so anyway with uh, SOS coming up in uh, in the horizon We've got the uh, remix of Eggman uh, from Shadow the Hedgehog, Eggman Dr. Robitnik Mix, uh, which was remixed by uh, Bentley Jones, Lee Brotherton, who will be making his appearance at SOS this time for the second year in a row. So enjoy this. I'll be back in a minute with uh, Turbo's first impressions here on Turbo Drive Live. Uh, be yeah, back in a bit.
Hey, welcome back. It's time for Turbo's First Impressions here on Sega Sonic Radio. And on Turbo Drive Live. And uh, with that said, I was saying I was been playing a DS title at work. Uh, a very tricky one, and you can only get it for a fiver. And uh, I still haven't actually bought the game, but uh, I've been playing the game. I just completed it on its medium difficulty, and um, I can tell you it was trick. It was the last, the last level was very very tricky, and and here's the biggest kicker. It's actually a English port of a Japanese rhythm game that was on the DS that was pretty kick ass. I'm talking about Elite Beat Agents on the DS, and this this one this game came out ages ago, ages ago. I can tell you that. And at first, I actually didn't give two rats ass about asses about this game, uh, mainly because at the time I wasn't into rhythm games. Um, I think. And when eventually, you know, when I was essentially getting bored and I couldn't, you know, couldn't be bothered breaking out any 360 games or uh, 360 games for the 360 that's in the back, I just said, you know what, I'm going to play a DS game. And, of course, seeing in the kind of, like, bargain sections, I see, you know, Elite Beat Agents for a fiver. And I say, oh, well, I'll give that a shot in the back. And I was playing it in the back, and you know, it's it's all right. It's quite addicting, actually. But um, damn, is it unforgiving at times? It's quite very. It's very. Oh, not qu- not even quite. It's just very unforgiving at times. Uh, especially when uh, I've seen videos. I've seen YouTube videos on the internet of like the harder, the most hardest difficulties that are out there. And by God, I can't believe the high hand-eye coordination of those people is just absolutely incredible. I mean, seriously, really, it's just unbelievable. Uh, a shock in all the sense of the word. Um, with Elite Beat Agents, it's 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 okay. I mean, it is cheesy, being that. Uh, there's these three guys, supposedly agents, uh, for obviously this organization, and what they do is just try to solve situations, people people's troubled situations, through the through the means of dance. <laughs> it's kind of odd. Um, it, it's just quite odd. Yeah, you know, it's just quite odd, and uh, yeah, you know, it's it's guys. I mean, you know, as obviously, if you progress through the game and actually complete it on its uh, second most difficult difficulty, uh, you actually unlock another difficulty, uh, which introduces introduces female agents, and. It would have made much more sense if Elite B agents just had the women, you know, as the agents through the entire game. I mean, <laughs> it would have made more sense if they were dancing 
fair enough. It would have made much more sense. But because it's guys who are dancing, it just doesn't feel right in the sword. It just doesn't feel right. Um, of course, it, it, it's 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 kind of crazy how each kind of like level is set into a storyline of a person's dilemma as such. And it's just hilarious at some of the things that just come out of the woodwork. Um, and like the first level is obviously this girl who's trying to confess, confess her love to her football star, American football star, uh, high school star player and whatnot. And suddenly, in a burst of an instant, she's called upon a parent with her three kids to babysit them. And it's like chaos ensues. And uh, I th I'm thinking that if she doesn't doesn't get these kids sorted, um, he the, the the football star is gonna walk out, you know, and she's not gonna be able to confess her love to him. And it's it's odd. It's really odd. Um, even for an English adaptation of a Japanese game, <laughs> it's still odd. Um, but anyway, it's, I mean, gameplay, fair enough, it's fairly simple gameplay. All you have to do is just touch touch these numbers in the sequence of where they're coming from and at the right time as well. Uh, you have to have the right timing for it. So it's all hand-eye coordination stuff and whatnot. My hand-eye hand coordination is just terrible, absolutely terrible. Um... It's like you tr you try try you know you you tell me to try this level and try to perfect it. No way, I can never perfect. I have never perfected a level ever in that game. Uh, I mean, I've played it for a week. I would have thought, being the great gamer that I am, uh, I would be able to master it. But no, it is a very very tricky game, even on its me medium difficulty. Especially, like I said before, the end level. The end level is separated into two songs. Uh, the first song, fair enough. You actually, if you get past the first song, that's fair enough. But when you get to the second one, dear God, it gets a little maniac after a while. Um, you know, you're trying to keep to the beat, and it just doesn't doesn't work. It just doesn't help. Um, I can tell you now that what my personal fav favorite level. Well, actually, there's a couple of personal favorite levels. Uh, there's one. There's one level where you're trying to help a dog get home. I'm not kidding. It's a dog who cre screams for help. And the Elite B agents helps him dance his, you know, dance his way or, or dance his, you know, to help his situation and try to get him home and whatnot. And he does all these good deeds along the way or, you know, gets hit... You know, gets uh, picked up by some beautiful women and whatnot, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and you know, it, it's and all this uh, while uh, while going along off the song "Highway Star," you know. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's why. That's really what I want to hear when I'm uh, trying to play play a level where a dog is trying trying to get back home in any way, shape, uh, in 
any way possible. Uh, listening to Highway Star, dumb, uh, as made famous by uh, Deep Purple, I think it was. Um, and here's the kicker: I actually have played Highway Star on Rock Band. It was actually one of the. It was actually on uh, Rock Band One. You know, so. So yeah. Uh, so there's that one and the other one is a very sentimental one uh, being that of a kid praying for her dad to come and uh, come to her at Christmas when the story it's uh, the story that that level story is actually a dark one uh where um obviously family father mother child father goes away on business child says you you promise you'll be back for christmas and blah 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 and then 6 months later uh we find out that uh you know the fa- uh, the father's dead you know and he's not coming for christmas but then obviously the little girl prays so hard that uh, the elite B agents are sent in and <laughs> trying to it's just ridiculous um trying to uh you know I don't know what the situation of dancing to get a a dead guy to come back to come and be there for Christmas but it's kind of odd um but eventually it is it is actually a very heartwarming uh level uh, with the story anyway, where obviously a miracle has hap- a miracle has happened, where you know a dead guy <laughs> comes back to life. If you if you, but here's the wrong. Me- it it implies a wrong message out there for younger game uh, younger people or younger gamers or people with disabilities and whatnot or people who wouldn't understand uh, wouldn't comprehend this. But dancing to a song does not bring dead people to life. It does not do. It does not work. Uh, or it doesn't make the ghosts of dead people come for Christmas and give you presents and whatnot. It doesn't make sense. But um, I don't know why I'm laughing to it because I, it's it's kind of it is heartwarming. But personally, I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> That's you know, it's like uh, if you. If you pray very hard, your the ghosts of your dead father will come. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, but uh, no, there are there are more stupider uh, levels where obviously you got like uh, the stereotypical, uh, you know, um, the stereotypical. Uh, you know, uh, what was it? Pirates, you know, stereotypical pirate or, or sailor who is trying to find the treasure and whatnot, and he has, you know, it, it's it's like, ah, uh, come on, and and one of my personal personal one of my most annoying levels is the level where there's these two two girls, pretty girls. In dresses, rich girls, blah blah blah, and they get stranded on a desert island, and uh, and they're actually pos- posing a sexy pose 
towards the animals, the savage animals, in, you know, <laughs> it's like the savage animals in, um, you know, in this desert island to provide them for with warmth, food, uh, even make it a spa. It just doesn't make any sense. But, of, of course, the game isn't supposed to make any sense. It's supposed to be a comedy. It, it, it's supposed to be nonsensical as such. And, uh, but, yeah. Um, it just, it, you know, it's it's like the game, you know, it's like, uh, but, of, of course, the game isn't supposed to be serious. It's It's supposed to be a fun rhythm game. The story is meant to make no sense whatsoever there's supposed to be no story even though there is a story in there in fact the last level which i've been talking about so many times throughout this uh section is aliens invading earth and they don't like music i mean what you know an alien race that doesn't like music and they want to outright ban it well, uh, honestly you know but uh um oh <laughs> SMX agreeing with me with uh, the uh uh, pr uh you know <laughs> it's like uh, people uh, people um uh, people can't overcome cancer because they don't believe in it hard uh, don't believe in it hard enough <laughs> if they don't believe hard enough uh, <laughs> you're gonna say you gotta believe is <laughs> yeah I remember that uh, that was obviously from a nostalgic critic uh, uh, video uh, I've forgotten which one it was but uh, no SMX true to there you know obviously you say you can't just wish so hard that your dad will actually come in a ghostly form and give you a present you know um, you know f for Christmas it just doesn't it doesn't happen. Seriously, it does not happen. Um, and, of course, Dark Fox Tales, who just entered the IRC, uh, totally agrees with me as well. And, uh... Ah, Sidekicks. Ah, good one, SMX. Ah, it came from the Sidekicks review. With Chuck Norris. I'm Chuck Norris! <laughs> I love... I love Doug with his uh, soprano voice. It's just hilarious. Um, but yes. Uh, anyway, I'm getting off track here. So the point is... Uh, Elite Beat Agents. Is it a good game to actually pick up? Well, if it's fucking cheap as that... Like... Um, like five pounds. That's a bloody good deal. If you can ever find it in a generic game shop... Uh, you know, game store in a little bit. Um, for a fiver... Um, it's probably worth a pickup. I mean, if you're a good gamer, if you're good at your rhythm games and you've played other rhythm games before, it's actually a good pickup. If you haven't picked it up already, go get it. I mean, uh, me personally, I, I, because I work in a game shop and I can work and play it in the back, it's, I don't need to get it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, if, if you do have like a fiver on you, you know, and you need a game to keep yourself occupied, uh, then Elite B agents will do that because um, as you progress through the game, it will get difficult and you will be ending up, you know, trying to play and try to complete the levels as best as you can and try to keep in rhythm as well. But anyway, 
Um, uh, but yeah, you know. Um, but if you've already gotten it, just save you the don't save. I'll save you the trouble of, of trying to get it again because really, it's not, it's not worth it. If you've already played it before, uh, don't get it again. <laughs> it's like you know. You know about it. You know how difficult it is. You know how it, uh, how time-consuming it can be. So uh, yeah, yeah. I'll just leave you, <laughs> leave you to it. <laughs> but anyway, um, but no, that's my that's my opinions on uh, Elite Beat Agents. Personally, myself, I do actually remember that uh, one of the songs in the Japanese version, in like the original Japanese uh, games, uh, one of the songs was. Uh, um, Ready, steady, go, uh, or ready, set, go, even, uh, which was the theme for uh, season. I think it was like season two, Full Metal Alchemist, um, and I would have loved to play that on Elite B8 on that in the Japanese version of that game. I mean, I can't pronounce the game game's name because it's in bloody indescribable in, uh, English uh, or you know uh, Japanese anyway. But uh, but I do know what the game is. I I do know what it was spawned off. And hell, actually, the uh, three characters in those games was a trophy in Metal Gear. Uh, in uh, not Metal Gear. <laughs> what am I talking about? Super Smash Brothers Melee, I think. I think it was Melee, or in Brawl. I can't remember. But uh, you get to get a trophy. Off those characters in one of those games, and um, I think it was melee, but um, but yeah, and it actually told you what they did and told you what game what game it came from. Um, but yeah, uh, anyway, that's me. That's me for Turbo's first impressions there. So that's cool. So anyway, um, let's see how many people have actually said. What they're going to be doing for SOS? Well, apparently SMX actually put it down very bluntly, uh, saying that he's he's probably just going to be recording his next we uh, Rex Factor entry uh, to keep with the Sonic uh, Sonic Spirit. So, well done to him, you know. Uh, let's just hope uh, let's just hope you you do better and you know you do uh, do well for the next coming Sonic Rex. Or, or Rex Factor and uh, competition that comes out. I mean, personally myself, I'm actually lucky that I was able to survive. <laughs> uh, although it is actually unlucky that the the final place positioner is not coming to SOS. Uh, she couldn't she couldn't be able to do it. So that begs the question: What the fuck's gonna happen to me? Josh Earthheart, uh, Dark Speeds and Rorai, uh, or Roris, you know, when we go to SOS. Because us four, we're going to SOS, we all came in joint third, and if the last place person got is, you know, not coming, does that mean that all four of us will have to do something bad? Honestly, I swear to God, no, no. Uh, like, that's not. That's per personally for me, that's not fair because a, this was my first Rex Factor, 
and B, I wasn't meant to be in the All-Stars. I was supposed to be in the Newcomers. That's why I did a solo track with a comedic opening. That's all I wanted. And now it's like, I'm going to kill... <laughs> I'm gonna kill Kev if he ever does that to me again. Um, yes, uh, but personally myself, I don't know if I actually want to do another Rex Factor entry. I'm not sure. Um, it's just something that just doesn't really... Yeah, it's like I've done it... One, it's like one of those things that you have on a, you know what to do before your turn 30 lists. Uh, obviously, one of those... Uh, um, or or better yet, uh, the things we do before we die. And it's like, no, not while we're still alive. Before we die, as the precious seconds tick away. Tick, tock, tick. Quick, swim with the dolphin. Swim. Quick, summon fight the dolphin. Five on, five on, five on, quickly! You know, um, it'd be something like that. But, uh, no, um... I mean, personally, myself, it's like doing at least one entry, which I actually said, yeah, I'll do one, uh, just in the sheer spite of it all. Uh, but uh, I didn't say I would actually do another. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I said directly after Rex Factor, it's like I'm not doing another one. No, it's like I don't want to be in that kind of pressure again. Um. <coughs> But uh, no, it's 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 just one of those things. Really, it is. Um, but anyway, it's good luck for SMX because um, hopefully he can improve on that uh, from last year. Uh, so yeah. Now I don't know if this is going into the private sections of. Uh, of uh, the SOS stuff, but um, um, I'm, a, I'm I'm actually gonna come clean here. There are people, they are there are people who actually think SOS is, you know, is not. They don't want, you know, an event like SOS to happen ever. Um. Uh, I was reading through, through through the staff forums, and I'm not going to reveal anything other than this thing that I heard in the for uh, in the the staff forums that there are a couple of people out there who think that SOS and here's a couple of quotes from uh, from one person who actually attacked one of our uh, you know one of our own you know kind of like uh, team members. Uh, for requesting something and whatnot, and I'm I'm not gonna give names. I'm not giving who attacked who and who w said what. But I'm just basically saying that this person um, just outright attacked this other person, uh, saying that SOS is disgusting and uh, saying that uh, you know it it's just something. That Sega is using to drag Sonic's corpse uh, for the entertainment of autistic, autistic British Sonic fans. Now that line there really did annoy me a little bit because there's 
there f fair enough there are a lot there are a good majority of fan uh, you know sonic fans who does does have learning disabilities i.e. like in you know either autism or Alzheimer's syndrome or whatever and but me 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 myself included i mean um yeah i have Alzheimer's syndrome but uh i tend to be quite the average person nowadays I and mean, it's like uh, the average person he's you know he's not all good he's not all bad but he's he does know the values of right and wrong and he does have personal opinions on other things and he does like other things other than sonic the hedgehog and he does have a job you know he does work in the community uh, he does work uh you know some some work in the society we live in you know but um to go out there and just say to cater to British Sonic fans, that's actually that's quite bad because SOS is catering for all fans across the world, and SOS09 is the prime, you know, prime example of that because we've got a good chunk of people coming from overseas, from Europe and uh, from Europe to Australia to to America. Who are coming all the way there just for this event to just come in and be part of a community that is so strongly based on the sole fact that they like Sonic. They that's all they like is they like Sonic the Hedgehog. They don't care about what games they uh, they you know they don't have the feud of you know personally we don't want the feuds of whose whose voice actor is better than who. Um, or purposely just saying, "Oh, the new Sonic game sucks." We know what we know that from our perspective. We do know that new Sonic games have sucked, but um, we're only SOS is only up there for SOS was created by Sven, Sven uh, Jocelyn, Dreadnoughts Jocelyn, um, who basically had the envision that saying that we wanted to be together. For one reason, to celebrate Sonic, to celebrate the franchise, you know, we like, like, no matter which media you like them from, whether it be the cartoon series, the games, the comics, merchandise, whatever, the songs, fair, fair enough, if you like the Sonic songs, you're a Sonic fan, if you don't like the games, that's fine, as long as you like something that is Sonic in this, in this, you know, community, then that makes you a Sonic fan. And that's what SOS is doing. It's bringing these the Sonic fans together, you know, and experience, you know, our love for Sonic the Hedgehog himself. We're not... Uh, SOS is not there for pl public, uh, publicity of showing off all the new newest games. That was not something that we had in... Uh, it was not something that was originally on the table. It was just some... It's just something that we would... Uh, we liked to have but uh you know it wasn't there from the start it you know the st the starting point of SOS is just basically you know we wanted the community to come together and enjoy a day of us being together as friends you know as a community of friends who like Sonic the Hedgehog and get to talk about him and talk talk about all this other things and Billy's crying like an asshole again um which is really annoying me. Um, 
but uh, I don't know why anyone would actually not would overshadow the the true reason of what SOS is all about. It's um, it's just you know I don't know why. It just doesn't make any sense. And personally, I think he just uh, personally what people have been saying in the in the private uh, forum is saying that he's jaded. You know, he's uh, he's just jealous that he's not coming to SOS. You know, because um, he didn't he didn't sign up. He didn't do anything. You know, uh, or he lives somewhere, you know, somewhere too far away for SOS, which is bullshit. Because we've got Elson. Elson Wong, who's coming from Australia down to uh, com coming to SOS for the second year in a row, mind you, which is bloody damn dedication there, because that's how dedicated you can be as of a Sonic fan in this you know, in this community, you know, and really, you know, if you don't have the desire or heart, uh, like uh, Elson, then you know, you're not a Sonic fan. You're not a Sonic fan in the slightest. You know, if you don't have that dedication, dedication, like what you know, Sven has been doing. Sven's had S, um, the Sonic Stadium up for years, almost, almost like eight years, eight or nine years now, and I can tell you now that uh, you know. It, at times, you know, Sven did have his down uh, downtime, his problems and personal problems and whatnot. But he was able to fight through it and still be a fan to this day. And is he? Does he have any mental issues? No, he doesn't. You know, he's a you know he's a normal human being like uh, most most of the guys on Sonic uh, on the Sonic Stadium. I mean, I I know a lot of people on the Sonic Stadium that have no. Me have no disabilities at all, you know, uh, whether it be physical or mental, and they're true, dedicated Sonic fans who like the Sonic game, uh, Sonic franchise in different ways. Like, like I said before, in the new style of games, the old style of games, the cartoon series, the comics, the merchandise. Um, that's what people like, and you know, personally myself, I don't know why. No one would actually. I don't know why anyone would actually hate SOS for actually allowing people who, who are like that. You know, people who l like their different different area of the Sonic franchise to come together and meet each other and actually talk and chat about Sonic the Hedgehog. Also, other things as well. It doesn't have to be Sonic related. If you want to talk to a person, you could talk to a person about games in general or comics in general or cartoons in general. You know, you don't have to be ma you don't have to make it Sonic specific, but uh, as long as you are there and you're you're all Sonic fans and you're enjoying each other's company and you're actually liking the the atmosphere of being in a room full of Sonic fans and being able to interact with them face to face rather than with a you know computer screen, then fair enough. You're f it's great. It's a great concept and. You know, personally, I applaud Sven for actually doing this because he came up with the idea back in 2006, and now here we are in 2009, four years ago, uh, four years later, and it's become a, an explosive, live, interactive uh, event. You know, 
I mean, it's like 2000, 2006 was just an online thing. Two, uh, uh, 2000, uh, 2007 didn't happen. Uh, that was actually replaced by the uh, Sonic Super 17, uh, or Super 16, if I can't remember, um, uh, for... I uh, Super 16, I think it was. Uh, for S SSR, uh, two and 2008 just blew, you know, came was kind of like the phoenix off the ashes of Summer Sonic that was absent from uh, the previous year, and it just took a a big step forward in being that it's, you know, it's a community, it's like a community con as such. You know, and we and you hardly get those that many. Sure, you've got some franchises like uh, I saw in the Transformers. I've said this before. I think uh, in the Transformers DVDs, you've got like the uh, uh, the uh, the you know Transformers Con, uh, Transform Con or whatever the fuck it's called, and that's based in Canada. So really, it doesn't excuse the fact that Ace Ace separate franchise can have its own community uh, community c uh, convention um, and still be enjoyed by the people who are part of that fandom and you know Trans uh, Transformers is a prime example of that and so is Summer of Sonic I mean do you see a Zelda con out there do you see a Mario con do you see a Mega Man con do you see a Resident Evil con no you see all those kind of like f you know franchises in one con but not in you know not in a separate con of them their own franchises and Sonic is the first one to do you know the first video uh, or from what I can believe is the first video game con uh, to be solely based on one franchise, and that is, of course, the Sonic franchise. So, if anyone if anyone can prove me wrong, go go fucking right ahead because I don't, you know, because really, I don't think the Mario ones have much popular uh, would have much popularity because, you know, Sega has backing of this. You know, what's Nintendo doing to back? You know, to try try to publicize Mario or whatever. Not much. They're ju they're just going to the biggest events, obviously. But uh, of course, Sega does go to the biggest events. But they would like. But they also like going to the little events as well. You know, the little things as well for the pe for the little people who actually like their franchises and whatnot. And that's why they took interest in, in SOS. You know, but anyway, uh, I think I've blabbered on it a little too much. Uh, and and I'm and I'm actually like like I'm actually surprised that there isn't a Mario convention as such because Mar Mario's been around for near over 20 years and or actually is over 20 years but I've never seen a I've never seen a Mario convention ever and the franchise is like 20 years old 
and no one's bothered to do a, uh, a Mario convention. Does anyone give a shit? Does anyone give a shit that Mario exists? Or they just want to say, yeah, it's just the games and whatnot. We don't need a convention. We got the games. We're fine. Uh, no. It's like, conventions are there to interact, you know, let people interact with each other, you know, and talk about their views. And, you know, SOS is prime example of that. Summer Sonic is that in a nutshell to let people from all types of from all the types of Sonic fandom out there, you know, uh, being that, like I said before, games, new and old, uh, comics, you know, comics, cartoons, merchandise, you know, so, really, you know, it's just one of those things. But anyway, uh, Anyway, I think I've uh, I've overstayed my welcome actually. Uh, so, really, I will be ending the show with the only request that someone has actually said. Um, uh, with uh, that said, actually go go into the emails just in case uh, right yep no more emails so that's cool alright but anyway I hope a lot of you people are going to be going to SOS and uh, hopefully go see me in person uh, the ugly person that I am and uh you know, uh, Oh, now people are asking for requests. Just as the show is fucking finishing. You idiots. You know. Um, <laughs> Christ, man. It's like, it's coming up to half... It's coming up to half nine, and that's when I finish, and now you put in requests? You... Anyway. Never mind. Never mind. I will play them all for you. Um, but anyway, yes, I do have Rush Adventure, so... If you want a song from Russ Adventure, just give me it. Um, also, Biofra's asked for a song, so I'll put that in. And, uh, you know, I just... I also, um, you know, uh, big up for Bi uh, Biofra because he's had a tough week. I'm not going to talk about that uh, that often because it is a little personal. But uh, I've heard that he hasn't done a show, so... Because of personal reasons, so I hope everything's doing all right, uh, going all right, man. Um, uh, and uh, uh, what was it? And uh, if you could tell me which Diamond Act, uh, Diamond Dust Act Two version you want, being that of either Richard Jakes's uh, Saturn version or the. 
John Sennel, uh Mega Drive version. You know, if that would be so kind of you to clarify, because I hate it when people just give me a title of a song but don't tell me which version it is. Kind of stupid, if you ask me. Um, but yes, Concord wants that. Uh, haunted ship. There we go. Uh, I'll go into requests. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Um, Actually, Concord, um, there is a, a one Act One, Act One and Two mix uh, because I do ha actually have the soundtrack. So, uh, so yeah, um, you're getting that. Right, Briefra hasn't. Uh, suggested one, so he's get. It's going to be the Mega Drive version uh, sent in. So yeah. <coughs> uh, so yes. Um, so the show is going to be ended with three songs tonight. Uh, be Nat off. Uh, Metropolis Zone from Sonic Two. Uh, Haunted Ship Act 1 and 2 mixed from the Sonic Rush Adventure soundtrack. And Diamond Dust Act 2 from uh, Sonic 3D Flicky's Island on the Mega Drive. So, enjoy these games, uh, game soundtracks even. Uh, and, like I said, I will be here next week because I will be down in London for SOS. So, um,. Don't know who's got. Uh, if anyone's got fill fill my shoes in, uh, that's fine. Fine. Uh, anyone can fill fill in, fill in the shoe uh, fill in my shoes. But uh, personally, I won't be here on Friday uh, because I will be down in London. And uh, uh, for uh, what was it? For this coming week, obviously tomorrow uh, we've got. Uh, uh, well, I, I think uh, it was Hypersonic's Top 10 Countdown's last seat, uh, last episode last week, so there's nothing there. Uh, the DJ is at a 11 p.m. UK time. Uh, then on Sunday, you've got your double header with the Sonic Hour at 6 p.m. and then Radio Redux at uh, 7 p.m. Uh, that's your double... Uh, Double dose of uh, awkwardness, right there. Um, <coughs> uh, don't know if Bi uh, is actually going to be coming up, coming back on Monday uh, at uh, 6 p.m. Uh, nothing on Tuesday. Now, w from what I can remember, from what I can gather. Uh, Roy uh, Roy Raccoon has uh, stepped down from staff 
in SSMB, but he hasn't notified if he's still doing an SSR show. So if you still want to still want to find out if he's still around, tune in at 9 p.m. UK time uh, on the Tuesday. Uh, then on Wednesday you've got uh, another double header, header in the form of uh, uh, EC Airwaves with uh, Viger at uh, 8 p.m. and then Earthheart with Earthheart, Earthheart's Boombox at 9 p.m. Uh, UK time. So there you go. Uh, and nothing on the Thursday and nothing on the Friday because I will be at SOS kicking some ass. Taking some names, playing some games, listening to t to some tunes, you know, and uh, I can't think of anything that can rhyme with tunes right now. But hey, it's gonna sound cool. But uh, <clears throat> um, but uh, no, <coughs> uh, I'm gonna be enjoying my. I'm also on holiday for two weeks, so. Uh, that's gonna be quite cool for me. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, hunky dory. I'll be, I'm raring for SOS. I uh, can't wait for it. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the shows. And uh, I'll see you in two weeks uh, for Turbo Drive Live. Uh, don't forget, you can, uh, you can obviously, you know, if you're coming to SOS. You know, if you're a fan of Turbo Drive Live, do and you're coming to SOS, you will be able, uh, you will be hearing me on the decks in the morning uh, to start off SOS, um, uh, playing you some uh, some rocking tunes and some techno remixes from various artists, including uh, the OC, uh, the guys from OC Remix, also remixes done by various people in uh, from uh, the Sonic games, including Crush 4E and Lee Bumpton. Uh, Bentley Jones and uh, various other things as well. So uh, yeah, do do come uh, if you are coming to SOS. I hope you enjoy my uh, the opening to SOS because I will be playing it for you there. So anyway, uh, right that is me. I'm gonna end the show with those three requests: Metropolis Zone, Haunted Ship Act One and Two mix, and Diamond Dust Zone uh, Act Two from the Mega Drive version of Sonic 3D. I've been Turbo, this has been Turbo Drive Live on Segasonic Radio, saying see you in two weeks. So yeah, uh, I, uh, and I would actually like to put in a Red red Dwarf, <laughs> you know, reference, but uh, I don't feel like it. Anyway, uh, anyway guys, thanks very much, I'll see you in, uh, see you in a fortnight, thanks very much, and... See you, see you next week at SOS Summer of Sonic 2009. Laters.
listening to Fibber Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. 